If you haven't heard the news, I am now an official social media ambassador for Southwest Airlines. That's right. Fortune's number eight most admired brand has chosen me, Joey Price, to be a social media ambassador for their brand. Anyone who knows me knows my love for Southwest because of their awesome corporate culture and incredible prices. In fact, for our honeymoon, my wife and I flew Southwest to Montego Bay, Jamaica. And needless to say, it was amazing. So if you're not following my social media feeds, make sure you follow me everywhere at Joey V Price HR. Again, that's Joey V Price HR. I'm going to be sharing updates on the podcast, but make sure you check me out on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and my Jumpstart HR blog to see where business will take me next and the great stories I get to tell along the way. Speaking of social media, this week's episode is all about building more content and engagement for your brand in 2018. Sharon Haddon joins me today, and I have a little espresso interview, something short but power-packed, with Kevin Hebert of Fidelity Investments. It's our conversation on the top three financial resolutions people made for 2018. Get your brand and your money right with this episode. Let's get started. Thank you for joining our conversation today. It's the top of the new year, and now is the best time to focus on doing a refresh of your corporate and personal brand. Now, to help with all of that, today I'm talking with Sharon Hayden, who's a marketing and social media consultant, and she's at Social Savvy Consulting Group, LLC. Sharon helps women in business find that sweet spot between content and marketing, and she runs her operations out of the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, Sharon, could you count down from three to one, in your opinion, the most important things we need to know about content strategy and social marketing? Absolutely, Joey. It'd be my pleasure. Uh, I'd say uh, number three is starting where you are. Uh, Any marketing, social media strategy, just use what you have, use what you know, get yourself out there. Number two is always experiment. Once you've got yourself on the playing field, once you've dabbled a little in marketing, uh, you know, start experimenting. See what's working, what isn't. And number one, always, always refer back to the data. So you start it where you are. You've done some experimenting. Take a look back at the data and keep doing more of what works and completely ditch what doesn't. Now, let's talk about the data. What type of data should we be looking for in our content strategy and social marketing? Sure, that's a a great question. And I think the buzz among most entrepreneurs, um, most business owners is follower growth. Um, You know, looking at how many subscribers that they have on any given day to their blog or to their email list. But what we really want to be looking at is the engagement and the interactions among your community, because, you know, you could have 100 people following you on social or 100 people on your email list and only one person ever responding to you, commenting, liking your photos, or you could have 10 very highly engaged people on your email list who are always helping you uh, workshop ideas, reviewing your product, giving you business feedback. So I'd say the, the, the top thing that we're looking for when we're looking at the data and analytics is what are those interactions that are happening, not just how many people are seeing you. 
So Sharon, how do brands get that high level of engagement since followers is not the real statistic to aim for? That's a, a, a fantastic question. And, and Joey, honestly, no one ever wants to hear the answer, but if you want engagement, you've got to give engagement. Um, I just created an e-course for Instagram of how I, uh, you know, grew to a 5,000 followers in, in the last year. And it was all about, you know, making a commitment to like 200 photos a day or follow 100 new accounts a day. Um, it sounds very aggressive, but the payoff, the, you know, the conversations that you strike up are, are um, just invaluable. So, so definitely, if you want to get that engagement, you've got to really make a commitment to engage with others, start commenting on posts, start liking accounts, you know, start searching hashtags that are relevant to your brand and inserting yourself in the conversation. If you're, you're, you know, you really just have to give in order to get. Sharon, I'm seeing all these articles about this social company splitting out and, and you, you have to pay to play and that company not being as great for uh, engagement as it used to be. Um, what's your current take on the social media landscape today? Sure. Uh, well, I definitely say that that kind of paradigm of pay to play has become uh, a lot more real for a lot of small business owners, especially um, because it's true. You do have to have some level of budget to really amplify the efforts you're putting in organically on any social platform. Um, but I think you can do it in a way that's still budget friendly. Um, I run ad campaigns all the time on a, a $7 budget and it costs me seven cent per person that it reaches. And, and, you know, suddenly I'm up to 134 views on a blog post. Uh, so, you know, a little bit can go a long way if you are just, you know, running those ads for the right reasons. And, and when I mention the right reasons, it's providing value, not just trying to sell a product. I think that's a great point. So many business owners think that it's I need to push my product. I need to push my product. If no one knows my product, then I'm going to be dead in the water. But it is all about that value. It's about creating the experience for people to, to like you and trust you and get to know your business. And they'll figure out what you're selling later. But for right now, I think that the big thing is being, I mean, it's, it's social media, right? It's not sales media. <laughs> so you want to be, you want to be social. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head, Joey. Um, uh, experience is really the new currency is how I like to put it. You know, it's people aren't necessarily paying for the physical product that they get. They're paying for the experience they get with their brand and for social media, especially, uh, you know, on most networks, you are, as a business, you're competing with people's memories. You're competing with, you know, the newborn baby photos and engagements and weddings. So it's like, how can you beat that? Your product doesn't beat that, but the value you add to their daily lives has an opportunity to. You said something really impactful. Uh, experience is the new currency and you're competing with people's memory. If I am a new brand starting out, what tips would you have for me so that I could think more about experience and less about pushing a product. Sure. Every step of the way, think if someone were selling it to you, if you were purchasing it, what would you want to see? And um, an exercise I, I really like to do is kind of the, 
you know, well, what do I have to sell? And you answer the question, why do I need to sell it? And you answer the question, why is it, you know, important to the person receiving it? What is the answer to that? And you just, you keep asking on and building on that concept of why, 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 until you really get to the baseline where, um, you know, I'm trying to sell muffins. Uh, My muffins are delicious. I think they're the best in the world and everyone should have them might be looking at it from my business perspective, but, you know, thinking about the customer perspective or me as someone eating a muffin myself, it's like muffins make me happy. They make me smile. They're delicious. And, you know, they make me feel good. So that's the experience that I want to give. I want to make people feel good. I want to make people smile and make people happy. And that is the message that I need to use across social. Um, So I'm not selling muffins anymore. I'm selling the the happy experience that you gain from, you know, from, you know, eating muffins. <laughs> well, Sharon, I can tell you that little exercise just made me smile and made me hungry and made me think of muffins at the same time. So you caught me <laughs> on an empty stomach. I, I think I'm going to go. You, you just sold some, uh, some Pillsbury muffins just now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm joined with Sharon Hayden, who's a marketing and social media consultant with Social Savvy Consulting Group, LLC. Now, Sharon, how did you get so good at helping brands improve their content marketing? Oh, now that is a a very great question, Joey, because um, I feel like I kind of fell into it. Um, Growing up, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I was the kid who could sell my Halloween candy to the kindergartners instead of eating it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, you know, later in life, I found out that I was a really good writer and I thought that was going to be my passion and calling in life. Um, And I started working with a a small magazine in Greenville, South Carolina, my hometown. Um, And literally just fell into this knack for helping businesses communicate their ideas. Um, And, you know, kind of like a a first year of being their managing editor and doing some writing work. um, I help them find new ways to get advertisers for the magazine, just using social media. And um, it wasn't ever about the magazine. It was always about, you know, how do we get their message out there? Like what's going to, add to the bottom line for those people who were advertising with us, but never, you know, never the piece of you're paying us money and keeping us running, but like, how can we keep your lights on? And so it, it really just became something I fell into of, of helping businesses communicate their ideas, taking a concept to a tangible timeline and, um, you know, executable goals. Okay. And as you've evolved over the course of your career, What's the key to success today? Like, what are the some what are some of the habits that you adopt that uh, a listener might benefit from from adopting as well? Oh, listen, listen more than you talk. Um, you know, think more than you speak uh, has been you know solid gold for me throughout the years of you know taking that on that mindset of being a servant leader. Of you know, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, but really listening intently to your customers, to your colleagues, to your family and friends and, and, you know, internalizing that before you make decisions in your business. All right. Sharon Hayden, marketing and social media consultant at social savvy consulting group, LLC. I've got a few more questions for you here. 
And again, I'm really excited that you've been on the show. You've been dropping a lot of gems and uh, I know the audience is, is really excited. So if someone were starting from scratch in developing their content strategy for their brand, it could be personal or it could be for their company. Um, what's the one piece of advice that you share with them to get them on their way? Sure. Uh, well, I hate to drop in my own little promo, but, um, uh, you know, download some content planning worksheets. Uh, if you're really just getting started, the, the, the first thing to do is organize your thoughts. So whether that's, you know, free downloads you find from HubSpot or I'm socialsavvy.com, um, you really just organize your thoughts, um, get everything out there, literally just vomit all the ideas out of your brain um, and start from there. All right. And what's that link for people to connect with your website again? Sure. It's I'm socialsavvy.com. And I have a section on the site that's titled uh, e-courses, ebooks, and freebies. And every savvy guide to social media, content marketing, and content planning you'd ever need is, is right there for you. Awesome. Good deal. Now, this one is a bit more personal or you can pivot towards your brand. But um, in looking back, I, I think as a, as a leader, it's important to look back at uh, successes and maybe some failures that, that may have happened in the past. But if you had to do 2017 over again, what's something that you do differently? Oh, um, I had to do 2017 over again. I would, I'd just go for it. Um, I, I think I spent a lot of 2017 uh, planning and calculating and, you know, just not taking enough chances. And so if I had to do 2017 over uh, every idea I had, I, I would have taken my own advice that I'm sharing today of like, just go ahead and do it. Don't, don't overthink it. Just put the feeler out there, put the intent out there and, and see how the world responds. Awesome. Well, Sharon, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. How can listeners connect with you? And also I'll give you the last 30 seconds to a minute here for the last word. So do what you need to do, say what you need to say uh, for our listeners. Thanks, Joey. Uh, it's been fantastic talking with you uh, and uh, being able to just, you know, share my, my, my knowledge with, with the audience. If, if you're looking to connect with me online, again, my website is imsocialsavvy.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter as socialsavvycg. That C is in consulting, G is in group. Um, and you know, I'm always available, uh, DM me, reach out to me. Uh, I'm happy to do brainstorm sessions to, to help any entrepreneur who's just ready to, to, to kick butt, uh, at content marketing and social media. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. The new year is a time for many Americans to get a wake-up call about their finances. According to a new study, the number of people planning to start the new year with a financial resolution 
has actually fallen from last year. 27% of people plan to ring in the New Year's with financial resolution, down from 36% the year before. So what's behind this and what are the top three financial resolutions for Americans this year? Joining us today on the Business Life and Coffee Show to discuss is Ken Hebert, who is a Senior VP of Retirement at Fidelity Investments. Ken, welcome to the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, Ken, let's just dive into it. What are the top three financial resolutions that people have made in 2018? The top three financial resolutions people have made in 2018 are, number one, to save more, number two, to pay down debt, and number three, to spend less. Now, there will be no surprises there, right? Those seem like the basic things that people would focus on. But what's interesting is that we have definitely seen some shifts over the past several years. For example, when we started doing this survey nine years ago, coming out of the Great Recession, people were very, very focused on reducing their spending and paying off their debt. They were, they were really scared and it really was a wake-up call. What we're seeing now is while saving more is still a top resolution, the things that people are concerned about are more about unexpected expenses. And so we're seeing people focus a little more on building up a cushion for unexpected expenses or even for the first time in years, saving for things like a vacation versus just charging it. And what do you think is behind all of that? Well, we think there's a couple things. Number one is that Americans are starting to get a better handle on what they control and what they don't control. And I think that was one of the most terrifying things about the Great Recession, was that suddenly things that they didn't have control over were affecting them financially, it was affecting their job security, et cetera. But as a result of that, people really did learn that, boy, you know, maybe I have been spending too much money that I that I don't have, or you know, I need to curb my uh, my um, you know the the cash outflows. And so we're we're starting to you know see that people are making the connections between you know the long term goals and their short term goals. But I think what's also really important is that. You know, people start to, when they start to feel comfortable with their situation or start to feel better about their situation, you know, they tend to feel less of a uh, sense of urgency um, to fix things. And so, um, you know, some of the decline in focusing on financial resolutions is likely related to the fact that um, people feel okay about their situation, so they're going to focus on something else. But as you know, the future is unpredictable, and you know there's be- no better time to prepare for that than right now. Yeah, Ken, markets are at an all-time high, but from your study here, there are less people making resolutions from a financial perspective. Uh, what advice or suggestions do you have for anyone making it that wants to make a financial resolution, but they just don't think that even this year is their year to get ahead? Mm. Well, um, first of all, uh, it's never too late. Um, you, you, you can't time making financial resolutions. And um, even though we are you know, already almost done with January, um, it's, it's always a good time to get good at building good financial habits. I think that if your listeners want to reduce stress in their life, then making a financial resolution will help them. We hear from 7 out of 10 people who made a financial resolution that they feel less stressed about money. And I, and I think that you know most people would like to feel less stressed about money. The other thing that's really important is that people should not think about financial goals as being these very complicated, giant um, you know goal areas. If you break it down into smaller, bite-sized pieces, that's when people start to make progress. 
Wonderful. That's great advice. And everyone, this has been VP of Retirement Planning, uh, Senior VP of Retirement at Fidelity Investments, Ken Hebert. Where can people go for more information about the study and to connect with Fidelity? Sure. Uh, people can go to fidelity.com slash resolutions. And in that uh, we guide, we've created some of our uh, some some. Uh, time-proven tips, as well as some education around the types of things people should be thinking about. So when we say, you know, how do you break it down into bite-sized pieces? Well, we offer some very, very good guidance on how to do that. Excellent. Last question here. We've got a little bit of time. Are you a coffee, tea, or neither type of guy? All of the above. I start my day with coffee. uh, And right now I'm drinking tea. And as the day goes on, I tend to... uh, uh, continue to prefer tea. So I start out with coffee, but I, I, I move over to tea as the day goes on. <laughs> awesome, kid. Well, thanks for that as well. You have a great rest of your year and thanks for all the information you shared today. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show and uh, have a great 2018. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.